guys what is happening happy october 21st 2022 hope you guys are having a wonderful day yeah it is friday and uh, this episode is coming out a little later than i planned on it to be I, I wanted to release it on thursday but then i started going back through some of the editing and realized my audio quality on many of the stories i'm about to share with you um pretty much they came out like shit at least they sounded like shit they sounded like i was kind of doing the podcast inside a tunnel or something i don't know what was going on i well i actually i do know what was going on i was sitting there uh trying to adjust some of my microphone settings on my obs right and i started taking some of the advice from some of the people over on youtube you know they tell you what's the proper setting you know and everything and then i started tooling around with it and when i realized going into editing these stories that some of the stories were coming out just sounding horrible so my apologies i did i just edited all the stories just now and hopefully they come out somewhat decent but after i did all the editing and cleaned it up as best as possible i went back and went back to my obs settings i had initially and hopefully it's all back to normal we'll soon find out as this podcast progresses. so my apologies in advance <laughs> all right so what i'm going to do is i am zooming through all the headlines because i do want to get these stories out and get my weekend started i'm sure you do too so let's get right to it and the first thing that that i came across it I'm going to do my best not to clickbait, but the first story I just came up with is this headline coming from the New York Post. It just says, Barbie is behind bars. <laughs> and it says, fake Barbie only fans model guilty of murdering X after breakup. And what attracts me to this story is the, the split screenshot of the model and then her mugshot without the makeup on and everything. And her, you know, that face, you know, people make after they've been crying for a long time. And uh, yeah, I don't know what's so great about her. <laughs> I don't know who's uh, hooking up with her on OnlyFans or whatever, whatever they do on there. But uh, I don't know. She doesn't look like a Barbie to me, but you can tell she's had a lot of work done. I don't know if I want to click on it because like I said, I just want to zoom through it. I, of course, I'm going to get sucked into it. Hold on a second. It just quickly says that British OnlyFans model dubbed Fake Barbie was found guilty Friday of fatally stabbing her ex-boyfriend in the heart just, after, after, just hours after he broke up with her. Abigail White, 23, had plunged a knife into a 22-year-old Bradley Lewis in their South Gloucestershire home the night of March 25th, a court hearing during her two-week trial. Uh, my apologies for trying to pronounce that. That's a hell of a town. <laughs> South Gloucestershire. Again, I'm a Yankee. My apologies. White, who made 54000 a year on OnlyFans, called for an ambulance just minutes later, but lied and told investigators her ex, her ex had been stabbed himself. <laughs> I did not stab Bradley, White told police after she was arrested on suspicion of murder. The victim was rushed to a nearby hospital where he died hours later from a single stab wound to his chest. An autopsy later revealed that the knife blade had penetrated his heart. It's got another picture of her. Let me pull this up. All right, I think I got it. <laughs> Sound a little try. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm so unprepared. That editing was just horrific for me, trying to clean it all up. Anyhow, there she is. Uh, again, I don't see the Barbie. Uh, I, I don't see 
the whole Barbie thing with her. I mean, she's blonde, yeah. But, uh, I mean, good-looking gal and everything, but I just don't see it. Uh, we were arguing, and he was pushing me, and we were in the hallway. I went into the kitchen and seen the knife on the side, White said. Quoting, picked it up and walked back towards Brad. I went over to him to shock him, to scare him with the knife, and before I knew it, he stabbed, I had stabbed him. I thought she said that he stabbed. She claimed that he stabbed himself. She added, I picked up the, that knife in anger and upset, but and upset, but I didn't want to hurt him or kill him. Jurors heard the night of violence unfolded during a turbulent period in her life because she'd recently lost a pregnancy and discovered that Lewis had allegedly cheated on her. While denied lying about the snapping to protect herself, arguing, quote, I was scared. I was worried about what was going to happen to me, to Brad and the family. Just wish I had told the truth in the beginning. <laughs> and there's another picture of her. There's the home. Scene of the crime. So, there you go. Oh, come on. I am having all kinds of problems with OBS. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if I need to fucking update or what the deal is. There it goes. Jesus, couldn't even get rid of the picture I was putting on video. So looks like that video is not going out. It's too screwed up. All right, back to the headlines. This is what's happening. The big headlines, the real headlines. It just says right here from the New York Times, Trump issued subpoena by January 6th panel setting up legal battle. So it looks like they subpoenaed Trump. And I'm, I'm hearing a lot of opinions about that. I'm hearing people just saying that, you know, it's just show. Because really, they're not really going to get... He's not going to jail. There's no way. So uh, I don't know what they're trying to accomplish. They're just trying to put shade on the guy because I think they're scared of, gen, uh, of 2024 coming up. And they should. They shouldn't worry about 2024 so much right now. They should be worrying about what's going to happen in about two or three weeks here on November 8th. That's when you're, the motherfuckers are going to get vote, voted out of power. <laughs> and uh, we, we can't do much of reversing some of the policies they implemented, but at least we can stop it all from happening any further. Once they get it, once the, they get it, the Republicans get into the House, boom, they put the brakes on all the re radical bullshit. That's what's going to happen. As far as this Trump subpoena and everything, I think it's just show. I, I agree with a lot of the commentators out there were saying it's just all show. I mean, legally, uh, they got nothing on the guy. Here's one says Steve Bannon sentenced to four months in prison for defying January 6th panel. That's nothing. Well, he'll be out in what, two thirds, half time. He'll do half time, be out in two months on good behavior or whatever the hell they call it. I don't know. That's federal court, so I don't know how that operates, but. I'm not Perry Mason, so I don't know, but four months, he could do that standing on his head. So, he'll be all right. Liz Truss, Truss, Liz Truss, okay. Prime Minister Tincher was Britain's shortest ever. Yeah, I heard about this. I didn't, first off, I didn't even know they had a new prime minister, right? I don't really follow too much of your politics out there, UK, I'm sorry. But I heard that she was about stupid and as radical as Joe Biden. And I guess she implemented some sort of crazy tax law or something like that. And there was a lot of backlash over it. And I think it only took 44 days before she uh, decided to resign. I wish some of our politicians that screwed up our economy would do the same, including Joe Biden. <laughs> but Liz Truss is out. I'm hearing rumors that uh, they're going to look for a replacement. I think it's going to take a week. 
and there are calls for Boris. What, what's the hell his name is? Boris, what's his face? <laughs> he was already in there. They quit. I think they want him back. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm so scatterbrained right now. I've been busy all morning. That's why this is coming out late. Haven't even had a chance to have some breakfast since it's already past noon. <laughs> so bear with me. Moving on, Ukrainian forces bombard River Crossing, Kherson, a fortress. Kherson? I guess that's how you pronounce it. Huh. Yeah, they're, I guess they're winning the battle, man. But again, with that battle comes a lot of consequences to, to this because we're dealing with a maniac, you know, homicidal maniac. And, uh, you know, hopefully he doesn't screw around and start, you know, deciding he wants to play nuclear war with people's lives, with the world, actually. That, that'd be horrific. Uh, Miami judge dismisses voter fraud again, uh, case trumpeted at DeSantis. I guess some Florida man's voter fraud charge dismissed in the blow to the governor. So, good for him. Uh, uh, investors will be able to contribute up to 22,500 in 401k plans and 6,500 in IRAs in 2023. Just in case you wanted to know. Go over here. Google News is just kind of, I don't know. I don't know what to make of it. it, it, it they always shove a lot of hate on the conservative type of stories on me. Even though I try to filter out and get you know specific news sources on Google News, they won't give it to you. I don't know. I, I think yeah, I've noticed Google has a pattern every election cycle. They want to push their own type of uh, stories out there to sway public opinion. Just like Facebook, just like Twitter. Twitter is a whole nother issue. <laughs> I had a hell of a remarkable uh, situation with uh, Twitter the other day. I would love to talk about it, but not today. I'll do it another time when I got time. Okay, what else we got? Enough of the fake Barbie shit. It just says right here. Uh, I don't know what the hell this is. It just popped up on New York Post. It just says, Megan Kelly urges women to sit on public toilets. Don't squat. I don't know. Why, why would Megan Kelly talk about that? Hey, speaking of toilets, I got a story that's going to be very interesting for you guys to hear. <laughs> Pretty ridiculous, to, to be honest with you. It seems like the city that's just right across from where I'm at, uh, they decided they want to spend $1.7 million on a toilet. <laughs> on a public toilet in a neighborhood. So we'll get into that story. Just stay tuned for that. Uh, 12 passengers hurt after intense turbulence throws flight into chaos. Hmm. Husband posts touching tribute after wrestler's sudden death. I could bait on that because I don't know who the wrestler is, but I think I'll just keep going. Newsmax cuts ties with Laura Logan after dying on the blood of children remark. I did not hear about that one. Texas torture inside Houston House of Horrors where cops say twins were uh, brutally abused. Now, normally I would click on that, but I am under a time constraint right now. So I got to watch it. I only got a few minutes here. Madonna makes bizarre circumcision confession on Instagram. <laughs> oh, 
my god i'm clicking on it i know i'm gonna regret clicking on it just a second all right it has some sort of video i guess it comes from her tiktok account or whatever i was gonna play it but there's nothing really to hear or see just her fucking looking madonnish looking like a whack job a 64 year old whack job it just says Madonna made a head-scratching confession on social media that she never got circum circumcised, a surgery done to make to to male genitalia after birth. I don't understand what, what the hell is she talking about. She's a woman. What the hell is she? What the hell is going on with her old age? Quoting, I have a confession to make. The Queen of Pop sixty four wrote over a black screen via her Instagram story on Thursday. Yeah. The hung-up songstress then posted a series of selfies of her wearing pink sunglasses, a yellow and black mesh top, and see-through blue skirt while sipping on a glass of white wine. Madonna used the Instagram story drawing tool, uh, drawing tool to make each word its own story, totaling four photos. Quoting, I was not circumcised, the story ended up saying, or ended up reading. And it's got, it's got pictures of it in video. I, I'm not going to get into it. I think she's a nut job. She's lost her fucking mind. I've seen some pictures, a really horrific picture of her. I mean, she looked like a freaking train wreck, man. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna entertain this. Madonna shaking my head. <laughs> Is she really relevant? I mean, she should just stay out of the limelight, just you know, party up that money, and you know, she's a cougar, go after the young guys or whatever, man. But man, she there that there's a picture of her. Oof. She looked like her eyebrows were removed, and she had a. You remember that mole she had on her chin? That's gone. It's weird. She she just looks like a freak. I mean, seriously, a freak. Not not in a you know sexy freaky way, but just a freak freak, like from another planet freak. All that plastic surgery shit. Uh, inflation relief checks. Which Americans qualify and how to get your payment? More socialism trying to be pushed on you or bribery, however you want to interpret it. I'm not, I'd be honest with you, I'm not interested. I didn't get none of that shit fucking during the pandemic. I never even begged for it. I think I did get like 600 bucks, but I think there was like a lot of checks going out there. I think I only got one for like 600. And, uh, you know, that was it. But I mean, at that time, I really did need it, you know. But I digress. Moving on. Uh, uh, here's a picture of Joe Biden. It says, The Biden shuffled. Doddering Biden looks confused as he struggles to exit stage at rally. Yeah, I seen that picture. Yeah, I mean, what's new, right? Guy's always he's lost. He just kind of looks around and he points around. He doesn't know where the hell to go. He, he sticks out his hand. He's about to shake hands with somebody that doesn't even exist. <laughs> you know, like ghosts and shit. God damn, man! I, it's I don't even know if it's even funny. It's pretty sad that they're using him like that. I mean, I don't know. Maybe in his own mind, he thinks he's on, you know, king of the world or something. I don't know. They he's he's got he he needs to sit back somewhere and just retire. Seriously. Uh, top tennis star suspended after failed U.S. Open drug test. Mark Zuckerberg uses private jet frequently despite climate activism. Yeah, he's a big fucking hypocrite. <laughs> All of them are a hypocrite. Leo DiCaprio, he's the same thing. 
Or how about the, the, the climate czar? What's his name? Kerry? John Kerry? The climate czar? That guy's flying all over the world with his jet. And then he says, well, I have to do it. You know, it's part of my job. What does, he do? what does he do when he goes out there flying around all these places all around the world? What does he say? Oh, we need to save the planet and that's it? What does he do? Nothing. And we're paying for the fuel, by the way. Uh, Xmas World Australia finalist reveals pros and cons of being a sociopath. <laughs> I'm telling you that all these stories are going to get lined up. I mean, I can go on for days with this. I'm trying to find what's actually worth talking about, not these wacky stories at the moment. I just want to let you guys know what is going on. And uh, escape with Texas twins leads to arrest of abusive mother and boyfriend. Hmm. A doorbell video shows malnutrition, malnutrition, Texas twins seeking help. Uh, I, I don't know if I want to jump into that. It sounds pretty bad. Where are we at? Jeez, in the beginning, it's already 17 minutes. Midterm election is 2022. Why Tim Ryan is still a long shot and gets J.D. Vance in Ohio Senate race. Yeah. I think J.D. You know, I, I'm just going to interject with this whole midterm thing. I, I, they're they're getting blown out of the water, man. I'm, I'm telling you. These Democrats, you can you can literally see it in the polls. I, I, I read a lot of stuff about what's been going on with the midterms coming up and I'm just telling you polls are indicating all kinds of polls doesn't matter which poll you pick one Democrats look like they're just going to get blown out of the water man I mean it's their fault they totally betrayed the people that voted for them they betrayed the American public they're going to get what they deserve November 8th just make sure you go vote and vote them fuckers out man I'm done we should be all done with that bullshit let's get our gas prices down let's get our prices of our groceries down Let's start sealing up that border. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's start getting some help for some of these homeless people that are out in the streets. You know what I'm saying? Start cleaning up America. I mean, in just two fucking years, they've trashed up our country. That's what I got on that. So, for whatever it's worth. Uh, some people die in apartment complex fire in Heartland. Because that's Milwaukee. That's coming from WISN Milwaukee. Read out Secretary of Defense Lloyd J. Austin the Third's phone call with Russian minister. I don't know. He's incompetent. He's just another one. Uh oof. The NOAA winter outlook predicts another La Nina and no end to extreme drought. That's what they're saying on Yahoo News. Yeah, it's not going to it's in the Northeast and all up there in the North. You guys, man, I'm telling you, brace yourselves. You buy a stock up on blankets or something. I hear that, you know, even in the Northeast, they're predicting blackouts during the wintertime. And it gets very cold up there. That means you're going to get tuned out from all the what you need to keep warm. You know what I mean? It's going to be horrific. This is all Joe Biden's fault, man. It's all Joe Biden's fault. It's nobody else's fault. It's, you know, no finger pointing. It's all his fault. He owns it. He signed off on it. That's his signature all over those fucking policies. Nobody else's. Uh, missing Princeton student from Ohio found dead. Do not like to hear that. 
Landscapers find concrete-filled car buried for decades in yard of Silicon Valley mansion. Okay, I'm all over that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end the story there, and then we're going to get into the other stories I have recorded. Let's end the headlines with this, because it's local, so I'm interested. Hold on. All right, we got something. I guess there's really not too much to the story at this time, but I want to... I'm going to see what's going on here. It just says, this is coming from Atherton, California. It just says, police are investigating after landscapers discovered a car buried in the backyard of a multi-million dollar Northern California home with unused bags of concrete inside. Oof. That doesn't sound good. It does. Ha it has a 30 second clip that we can listen to. I guess it's nothing really too informative, but we'll take a listen real quick here. See what they got to say. An investigation is under... Landscapers discovered a car buried in the backyard of a Northern California home. Yeah, oh. The discovery was made yesterday at a home in Atherton, one of the wealthiest communities in the Bay Area. Investigators believe the car has been buried there since the 1990s, and it was buried about five feet into the ground. Cadaver dogs uh, were brought into the scene to investigate, though the dogs made a slight indication of possible human remains. Police say no remains have been located so far. Yes, yeah, sadly, that is one of the things you worry about mm -hmm. when they something like that. Very true. An investigation. Very true. Atherton. I'm trying to think, you know, I've heard of Atherton, but and I've lived in the Bay Area all my life. It's, it must be one of those little tiny communities that's buried in the peninsula hills. I know you guys out there don't know what the hell I'm talking about, but it, it's just like a little rich. It's where all the little rich people hide. <laughs> they hide in the, in these woods, like in Woodside. That's another area. You know, they have this tiny little community where they all just live and you know become you know just become a bunch of liberals, rich white liberal. <laughs> Atherton, I think, is probably just another one. Uh, as I said, let me see. What else does it say? She says the unused bags of concrete were placed throughout the vehicle, through, though it was blanketed by dirt over the roof, he said. The motive and circumstances surrounding the incident are under investigation. The sprawling home with the property is valued at $15 million, the San Francisco Chronicle had reported. Larson said the current homeowners were not under investigation. Atherton is one of the wealthiest towns in the U.S. and about 7,000 residents within its nearly five square miles. Yeah, it's like really small. It's just like one of these little, I'm telling you, it's just one of these little rich people communities where they're just isolated from the world whoops knocking shit over over here so i don't know man i'll be uh, i'm gonna be on the lookout for that story see what's going on with that it's pretty interesting all right enough of all that let me get to what's going to be happening in this episode and again before we get into the stories public service announcement audio quality is a little weird again i think i've fixed the problem now but I did my best to clean it up and, and make it as presentable and as, you know, as best as possible. I tried to clean it up some. We'll see. <laughs> All right. This is what's going on. All right. These are the stories I got lined up. First off, I wanted to talk about that. Uh, you know, Eric Adams had that whole thing with the, the illegal aliens over there. I think it's called Randall's Island. I think that's where they're at. And, uh, I did a story on it. Actually, I did a video on it. Go check it out over on Rumble. Uh, you can find that link over there on Twitter at the Real WOD. Go check that out. And uh, it, it's it's amazing what's going on over there. I mean, these guys get treated so good. <laughs> I don't get it, man. I really, really don't get it, man. 
And uh, New Yorkers, you're flipping the bill for it. It's just amazing. Uh, Xboxes, they got popcorn machines, they got TV, free phone to call anywhere in the world for free. You know, you got laundry. I mean, it's it, it's it's paradise. And, and uh, the homeless people out there aren't aren't getting none of the love. You know, the vets, they're not getting none of the love. Just the illegal aliens. So something sketchy about that. We'll get into that story. Also, I did a story uh, about a guy. It, it's a, These are all small stories, too. They're not all dragged out like usually I do. But there's a guy that I guess he got onto a plane and he ended up... Uh, crapping all over the place and I, I don't know I'm not going to get into too much detail I'll let the story speak for itself so I don't know if the guy shits up the plane and causes a big delay and <laughs> I don't know what the hell's going on with fucking flights these days but there you go oh yeah and then I got this one story it's all over the news you probably already heard about it by the time you're hearing this because I did record it when it first broke but again everything's a little late today uh uh the city of San Francisco, uh, they got their priorities all screwed up because they're taking $1.7 million in constructing a uh, toilet, a public toilet for the residents, and the residents don't seem too happy about it, and I can see why. So we'll get into that story, as well as a couple of stories, bizarre stories. One is there's this black, or, or there's this five-year-old kid or they claim this five-year-old kid says that he used to be a black woman and he can prove it okay did you did you get what i just said a five-year-old kid believes he was reincarnated from being a black woman until she had passed right so don't ask me i guess they did the parents said that he was talking about being a black woman since the age of two two years old i mean <laughs> I, you can't make that shit up man i'm telling you so we'll, we'll touch base for that story um and also there's a story about a, a gal who had six kids and i guess on the the third kid third or fourth kid um she was breastfeeding the child and after a while her nipple fell off <laughs> and then and started choking the poor child so uh Hey, I don't make this shit up. I just I just share the stories with you. All right. So there you go. All right, guys, I got to take a pause. So when we come back, we'll get to the nip slip. That's what I like to call it. We'll get to the the white child that used to be a black woman. <laughs> a guy who shits all over a plane while in flight. And uh, yeah, and the illegal aliens have a new vacation spot in New York on Randall's Island. We'll get into all that stuff right after this. probably remember that story about Eric Adams. He built that tent city. I think it was in the Bronx, if I'm not mistaken. I know it's in AOC's district, and she hasn't really had too much to say about it. I don't think she likes it, to tell you the truth. You're in my personal space, bitch! Anyhow, so I guess there's three giant tents that are built for these migrants that are being bussed in from uh, Texas or Florida, wherever the hell, whoever's sending them. El Paso's mayor is sending them. He's a Democrat, by, by the way. Anyhow, it says the first migrants arrive at Mayor Adams' tent city in New York, all two of them. <laughs> That's right, two. Uno, dos. <laughs> two. Two. It says the first residents of Mayor Eric Adams' controversial tent city for migrants arrived Wednesday morning in a caravan 
of vehicles and were welcomed with handshakes from top city officials, but there were just two of them. After being greeted at the Randalls Island facility by City Emergency Management Commission Zach Iskall, the two men were whisked into one of three giant white tents that uh, where they underwent testing for COVID-19. <laughs> really? It wasn't immediately clear why the three city vans that pulled up around 10.15 a.m. only carried the two migrants, but officials have said that only single males will be housed in the tent city. Both men appeared to be in their late 30s or early 40s. After apparently testing negative, they were escorted into a different section of the tent where officials have, have said staffers will find out where newly arrived migrants want to go next. Why two of them? I, I don't know. There's video of them. I'm going to play it. Let me show you some screenshots first because I am going to put this on video. I think it's just absolutely fucking ridiculous. I mean, taxpayers are paying for this, man. This is Eric Adams' you know, project right here. This guy's a fucking clown. It's the entrance. Here's one of the... <laughs> I mean, you got, our, you got National Guard, you know, standing there in front of the tents. I guess they're, they were expecting some sort of overwhelming visitation from the illegal aliens or whatever. Look at, look at, the, look, look at this shit right here. That's crazy. Since under federal immigration rules, migrants who enter the country without a visa can apply for a work permit 30 day, uh, for 30 days after applying for asylum, then have to wait at least five more months before it can be granted. Last month, Anubs and other city officials called on President Biden to eliminate the waiting period so migrants can start working immediately once they arrive in the Big Apple. Bad, 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 bad. That's all bad. It's all bad. See those big tents? I mean, why aren't they taking care of the homeless? They're taking care, you know what I mean? Taxpayers' money should be taking care of all those crazy homeless people that are, you know, doing all kinds of crazy shit in the subways. That's crazy. Two people? Let's take a look at this video. It just, it blows my mind that that's the kind of shit taxpayers are spending, well, it's out of their control. The government's doing it, but it's your money, your hard-earned money. I mean, this is ridiculous. Let's take a look at this, see what's going on here. There the, there's the media. There's more media than illegals. And then they walk in there. I mean, look at this facility. Look at, I mean, <laughs> hold on a second. Look what's going on here. I want to pull this up. Look what's going on here. They got, they got all the condiments ready. It looks like they're ready for some hot dogs, hamburgers, french fries. They got, like, mustard, ketchup, hot sauce right over here. You got, like, tables set up, eight to a table, ready to go for all the migrants. You got the, of course, you know, it's got to look all nice and clean and, you know, wonderful for their new migrants. This is nuts. We're not even taking, I mean, why aren't, you're not even taking care of the homeless. I mean, come on, what's going on here? Let's keep playing this. Let's see what's going on here. I, I, I hope I don't get hit, hit with that stupid music New York Post likes to put up. Look at that. Look at this. Look what's going on here. You got big ass, I mean, this is like a catered event. It's a, <laughs> 
I mean, set me up. I mean, get, come on. I mean, they got coffee machines. Uh, you know, I, I don't know what this. I don't know what the hell is in there. I believe that's milk and water. I mean, I mean, they're just really short of just giving them free beer. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, it's like a catered event. I'd be curious to see what kind of food they have. And look at this. Now, this right here, it should, now there's another tent. I guess the one tent is a cafeteria. This tent right here that I just put up, it's massive. And it has, If I'm just, let's see if I can do my math. I, I'm probably going to, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I'm trying to do, there's probably ten in the line. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, eleven. Yeah, it goes on and on and on. I can't do the math on that. Let's just say it's huge and there's a lot of beds and the beds are kind of like uh, right next to each other. So they're prepared for a big contingency of illegal aliens. To show up, but I, I mean, two of them? There's gotta be more to this story. Look at this place. Look at <laughs> You got it. That's insane. Look at this. They, they got another area where it's like a wreck area and they got cribbage, Uno, cards. That's insanity. Look at this. <laughs> this is amazing. Chess. Yahtzee. Look at this. They even got a foosball table. Are you fucking kidding me? Taxpayers are paying for this. That's incredible. They got charging stations. I guess that's to charge your phones, your your Biden, your free Biden phones. <laughs> this is amazing. Yeah, this is definitely going out on a video. Unbelievable. They got big screen TVs, got video games right here. Look at got video games right here. Was that PS5? For I guess that's for the kids, of course. Probably for the stupid adults too. This is incredible. These people are getting treated way better than our own veterans and homeless people out there. This is just absolutely amazing. You got now. You got you got a looks like to be a a trailer converted into a laundromat. You got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, eight, about a dozen or so washer and dryers. I mean, this is incredible. It's incredible. <laughs> oh my God. Here's why doctors, nurses, and patients urge you to vote. Okay, it looks like I got hit with some sort of freaking advert. I'll, I'll edit that out. Anyhow, it goes to another video. Let me, let me continue, see if I can figure out what's going on here. Uh, it says, the tent city, which was unveiled Tuesday, can accommodate 500 migrants with potentially capacity of 1,000. In addition to two tents filled with rows of cots, the third tent has dining room where three meals cooked on site will be served daily. I mean, that's, I mean, God, you have, wait till this video comes out. It's amazing. 
There's also a lounge area with popcorn machines, flat screen TVs, Xbox game consoles, ping pong and foosball tables, and a bank of telephones for making international calls. Oh, that's nice. That's so you can call all your, your, your buddies back home and say, hey man, this is the life, man, come on down. I mean, talk about encouraging more illegal immigration to come into our country. This is just ridiculous. Officials have said they hope to move migrants out of the tent city within 96 hours of their arrival, but won't force anyone to leave. In <laughs> of course, who would want to leave? I'd Hell, I would go there if I didn't have this place I have now. I would go there. In part because the city's shelter system is overloaded due to the more than 20,500 migrants who showed up since April 1st. You asked for it. Also Wednesday, United Bodegas of American spokesman Fernando Mateo said the 15,000 store owners who compromise his group have the capacity to hire these people and were eager to do so. That's illegal. You can do that all you want, but under federal law, that's illegal. Any store owner, any person, any employer that hires illegal immigration is susceptible to being arrested. They could be arrested. You can't do that. Well, you think the you think Democrats are going to stay in stay in power after twenty twenty four? This kind of shit going on, they're going to be booted out, and whoever's going to jump in there is going to enforce immigration laws. And not only will there be some probably the most violent and criminal uh, illegal immigrants, as well as these people that hire them will probably be deported. Well, the people that hire will be in jail, and these people will be deported. The illegal aliens. Because that's what's going to happen. This is not going to last forever. This is crazy, man. I, I've, <laughs> it boggles the mind. It says it goes on to say these migrants are, are are coming here and fleeing their countries because they need to survive. Mateo said, "Yeah, well, you know what? You can do that back home. Get your get your country. I, I don't understand people that have pride in their country, but then they flee their country. How about you overthrow your your government?" You know, get rid of those dirtbags or they're putting you in the position of coming into other countries illegally and grifting off us, the taxpayer. They don't want handouts. They want to work and support the families. Well, good. Fantastic. Go back to Mexico. Apply for asylum. Apply for legal migration. Boom. Welcome to America. This is not the way to do it. I would be outraged if I lived in New York City. And this shit, and I was saying, my, knowing my taxes were going to this, this is incredible. Under federal immigration rules, migrants who enter the country without a visa can apply for work permit for 30 days and applying for asylum. They have to wait at least five months before it can be granted, right? Last month, Adams and other city officials called on President Biden to eliminate the waiting period so migrants can start working immediately once they arrive in the Big Apple. We in the business community need to open our doors and allow them to work so the taxpayers don't have to pay to support them, Mateo said. We need the Biden administration to allow them to get work permits. We need to do that now, Eric Adams. You can't do this alone. I don't give a shit, Eric Adams, you fucking idiot. This guy's a fucking idiot. Look at this guy. What else has he got? He's got I guess he's got something to say about the migrants coming into this country. Or coming to his his uh, facility. Unity is going to see uh, asylum seekers. Now that's why we, I was clear. My goal last week was to answer four questions. Uh, what are we dealing with? Uh, what happened?
have we done? What are we doing? And what do we need from our partners in government? And so I want this was a moment of. I'm going to answer that for him. People. You know what you need to tell your federal government? Tell them to deport all those people back to their country of origin and then apply legally. That's what needs to be done. It's fucking insane. Of this city, of what this city is facing. And so uh, Staten Island and other uh, communities, they are going to, everyone is going to see asylum seekers. Yeah, man, Eric Adams, man, that's a fucking idiot right there. I don't know, man. <laughs> God. Oh, man, I'm, that's that's on the other side of the country. New York, I, I would highly, highly suggest getting in Eric Adams' face about this and, and doing something about it. It's just absolutely incredible what they're doing. I mean, it, Xbox, come on. Foosball tables, whatever. This is an interesting one. It's kind of funny. It's ridiculous, actually. I don't know if it's funny. It's actually kind of ridiculous to the taxpayers of San Francisco. It's This is coming from the National Review. And it says, Flushing money, San Francisco to spend $1.7 million to buy or to build a single public toilet. $1.7 million for a public toilet. Toilet, okay? Did we get that? <laughs> starts off uh, it, it starts off like this. It, it says, evidently no longer... Oh, oh, hold on a second. Jesus Christ. I don't care about these adverts. Hold on. Okay. I think I got it straight. <laughs> My apologies. It says, evidently no longer content to flush public money down just any old toilet, the city of San Francisco is upping its toilet game and is prepared to spend up to $1.7 million to build a single commode in one neighborhood plaza. Disgusting! City leaders are slated to gather Wednesday afternoon at the Noe Valley Town Square to officially announce a $1.7 million state budget win to build a toilet there, according to an online event scheduled. The proposed facility would include just one toilet in a 150-foot square, according to new report by the San Francisco Chronicle columnist Heather Knight. And for the record, I used to uh, live in Noe Valley uh, for about, about a year and a half. It's actually a fairly good neighborhood. Uh, big lesbian community. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll, I'll leave it at that. Uh, San Francisco tops the list of the world's most expensive cities to build in, and the proposed million-dollar toilet helps explain why. While construction costs everywhere have risen over the past couple of years due to inflation and supply chain challenges, the process to install a single toilet in San Francisco Plaza that already has plumbing includes a maze of planning, permitting, reviews, and public outreach, according to the Chronicle report. The first... An architect needs to draw plans for the toilet. <laughs> yeah, okay. An architect, an architect needs to draw plans for the toilet, which will then be presented to the public for feedback. The Arts Commission Civic Design Review Committee 
will be responsible for conducting a quote-unquote multi-phase review of the project like it does for all projects on public lands. According to the Arts Commission's website, the committee evaluates each project's design, scale, and massing for accessibility, safety, and aesthetic merit. (laughs) The review process ensures that each project design is appropriate to the context of the urban environment that structures of the highest design quality reflect their civic stature. <laughs> this is, and now mind you, this is a toilet, a public toilet, a $1.7 million public toilet, just one. Okay, I got to emphasize that over and over again so you guys could get an idea of what the hell's going on in San Francisco. Meanwhile, they're not, they're not funding the police. Just want to throw that in there. Before the project is put out for bid, it will be subject to review under the California Environmental Quality Act, according to the Chronicle. The public toilet will be built by union workers, of course. Got to get the union involved. Uh, who will earn a living wage and benefits, according to a joint statement from Rec and Parks Department and the Department of Public Works, which added that, quote-unquote, while this isn't the cheapest way to build, it reflects San Francisco's values. Yeah, it sure does. It's called wasteful taxpayer money being spent, or in this case, flushed down a toilet. That's insane. How can you even say that? It reflects this. It, it, ref, <laughs> it reflects San Francisco values. It sure does, man. The whole fucking place is a shithole. Holy Christ! California Assemblyman Matt Haney, who secured the one point seven million dollar funding from the state to install the toilet, told the the Chronicle he requested that sum because that's what Rec and Parks Department told him. The going rate for a public bathroom was, the city said the $1.7 million estimate is extremely rough. I think it's even cheaper just to get a porta potty, you know, like you see in construction sites, you know, the, the blue, baby blue porta potties. Hey, wouldn't that be cheaper? I mean, you can keep that thing around for what? And the cleaning service for those things, what? $1.7 million? I could stick around for what, five years, 10 years? For that type of money? I, I would assume. I don't know. That's ridiculous. Plus, you got to think of the, the maintenance costs, the cleaning costs. You know, just to, to, <laughs> to keep this $1.7 million commode, uh, you know, running and clean. That's ridiculous. They told me the $1.7 million and, and I got $1.7 million, Haney told the paper. I didn't have the option of bringing home less of, a, of the bacon. When it comes to building a toilet, a half of a, a a half a toilet or a toilet maybe someday is not much use to anyone. San Francisco, which is struggling with a troubling homelessness and public defecation crisis, <laughs> no, that's a lot of damage. Needs more public toilets. A 2018 report in the Guardian questioned, "quote unquote Why is San Francisco covered in human feces?" One city nonprofit has turned old municipal buses into rolling showers and toilets to help with the problem. San Francisco also has a history of overspending on seemingly mundane items. Last year, the city spent nearly a half million dollars to develop new trash can prototypes because city leaders weren't happy with the look of off-the-shelf cans. Yeah, that, I remember that. 
I think they built it out uh, in the Embarcadero district, the financial district. Just one garbage can, half a million dollars. Or at least I, I think it, I, I, I correct myself here. Could have been more than one, but still garbage can. And then they said it was the, the, the design of the garbage can was to prevent homeless people from dipping their hands into it and trying to get, you know, cans, aluminum cans and bottles for recycling. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Unbelievable. This, I guess this, this is the reporter, Ryan Mills. <laughs> wow, man. That is absolutely fucking insane. Unbelievable. Matt Haney speaks during a press conference in San Francisco. Shows a mug of him. That's the guy that's spending your public tax dollars if you're listening from San Francisco. Unbelievable. All right, there's more passenger airline hijinks going on. This one is about a guy who took a dump in a, in a plane or something. I don't know. <laughs> Jesus Christ, what the hell's going on up in the skies above us? It says, stinks to high heaven. British Airways passenger poops on plane floor, delays flight. <laughs> oh, man. Right, right. Just that headline alone gets me triggered because if I was on that plane, this shit was going on. All right. Pun intended, I guess. I'd be mad. I'd be kicking the guy's ass, man. It says, flight delays are getting crappier. <laughs> New York Post, man. What do you expect? An unhinged British Airways pass- passenger took travel chaos to new heights when he defecated on the floor of the plane and smeared it into the seats, sickening travelers, according to a report. The unnamed passenger in- inexplic- inexplicably flipped out in protest moments before flying from London's Heathrow Airport to Lagos, Nigeria on October 7th, according to The Sun. Oh, that's a long flight. He peeled off his pants and let loose on the aircraft's main floor before rubbing the feces into the carpet, curtain, and seats, prompting emergency services officials to rush in, according to a witness cited by the outlet. During boarding, a passenger stripped from his waist down and defecated on the galley floor. He sat in it and rubbed it into the galley floor and aisle carpets, the witness's report states. He walked in it and started running up and down up the aisles as far as door four. He smeared his arms to elbow in the fecal matter and door seats as he went. Officials considered the incident hygienic biohazard, according to the report. (laughs) What the hell is going on in this world? Quoting, the curtains and carpets were severely contaminated. Very important that a hygienic biohazard and deep clean is carried out and properly supervised and signed off, it states. And no doubt. The flight BA-075 was delayed for three hours. Three hours? While the Boeing 777-336 jet was taken out of service and cleaned. Quoting, we apologize to our customers for the delay to their flight and arrange for an alternative aircraft to allow them to continue their journey, British Airways told the Sun. It's unclear whether the the defector was charged. Well, I hope he was. I'm telling you, man, if you catch me in a plane... With a guy like that, 
I'm telling you, I'm, I'm probably going to get arrested. I'm going to just straight up just pummel that guy. I, I couldn't, I could not put up with that shit. That's why I'll say, I've said it a million times on this podcast. I hate flying. It's just too crowded, too many idiots and assholes like this, right? Nope. Amtrak. I do Amtrak. Now, international flights, I mean, you have no choice. I mean, Amtrak doesn't go over water, as far as I know. But, uh, yeah, Amtrak all the way. I mean, this, this guy, he's a, whew, should have kicked his ass when he had a chance. comedy though we still have great comedy out there there's always rambling joe biden what the f- joe says shit that even people with tourettes go no no what is going on joe is like your uncle who's got a new drug and hasn't got the dosage right i'm proud to work with barack america he's not a superhero you idiot come here when fdr was on television there was no tv back then come here joe <laughs> sit down Rambling Joe Biden. What the f***? Uh, I don't know if I want to do this story. Oh, what the hell? It's it's pretty crazy. All right, this one goes like this. It just says, uh, the headline is, I was killed and now I'm reincarn- reincarnated as a boy and I can prove it. Okay. <laughs> so a five-year-old is stating that he used to be a woman. Okay, just want to clarify that it says right here and there's the if you're watching if i put this up five-year-old boy nice little blonde-haired white little blonde-haired blue-eyed child (laughs) god a five-year-old boy claims that he was an african-american woman killed in a fire and reincarnated okay a five-year-old is claiming this little luke rollman spooked his parents as he began incessantly insisting that he used to be a woman named Pam when he was just two years old. So so he was two years old when he he made this claim. A two-year-old. Okay, got it. The young boy's mother, Erica, told Ohio's Fox 2 that her son, her son began speaking of a woman named Pam from a young age, but the family didn't know anyone by that name. One day, Luke finally explained who Pam was. He turned to me and said, well, I was, she recounted. He said, well, I used to be, but I died and I went up to heaven. I saw God and then eventually God pushed me back down and I was a baby and you named me Luke. (laughs) And there's the child. Cute kid. Yeah. Cute kid. hard, Hard for me to believe that that used to be a... Uh, a, a black female. But I digress. Goes on to say, the mother claims that her son often provided other spine-chilling details, including telling his family that he traveled on a train to Chicago, but the family who lived in Cincinnati, Ohio, had never been to the city. Quoting, he used to say, when I was a girl, I had black hair, or he would say, I used to have earrings like that when I was a girl, Erica shared. She began looking into her son's bizarre claims when she learned of a woman named Pam Robinson, who was one of 19 people killed in a fire at Chicago's Paxton Hotel in 1993. Hmm. 
And it does have some pictures. That's the mom, I would assume. And there's the child again. It's <laughs> a black female, huh? Hmm. And there's the black female. It has a picture of her with, a, I guess, her child. This is supposedly this woman right here that you're seeing on the screen, this African-American lady, uh, has been reincarnated into this child. <laughs> I, <laughs> I just find it hard to believe it. Come on. I mean, I'm not going to just, I mean, people believe in, in reincarnation. I know there's, there's religious faiths that believe in reincarnation. I'm not going to you know, get into all that. But I mean, that, that's kind of, this is kind of a stretch here, I think. Because on, say, the, the Rushelman family was connected with the Paranormal Investigations TV show, The Ghost Inside My Child, whose producers also investigated Luke's shocking claims. I never heard of that show. I watch a lot of those ghost shows and paranormal type show, shows when I'm bored. Never heard of this one. While filming, Luke was shown a full page of pictures with different black women in their 30s, one of whom was the late Pam Robinson. The child was asked to point to Pam and had no hesitation before choosing the right woman. And uh, Erica was finally pushed to contact Pam's family to learn more about their late family member. She discovered strange similarities between her son and Pam, including their, their shared love of Stevie Wonder and playing the keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> Again, this is a five-year-old, right? A five-year-old. A, a fire... I, I don't know. I, I, unless he's like a you know intelligent kid or something. I don't know. I, the, Ru the Russellmans were open to share their spooky story, but Pam's family declined to comment. Yeah. They're probably thinking these white people are crazy as fuck. <laughs> yeah, that's what I would think. Get these white motherfuckers, these white devils away from me. What the hell's wrong with these people? That kid is not my mom. That kid is not my aunt. That kid is not my sister or my mother or my grandmother or whatever. So there you go. Uh, this woman had passed unfortunately passed away and she's become this okay so do you believe it or not i don't just a quick reminder make sure you go and subscribe to my twitter page at the real wod on updates when i'll be dropping podcast episodes as well as when i release any videos on youtube or rumble also on Twitter, I'll be posting news articles as well as videos that I talk about on the podcast. So go ahead and subscribe and make sure you hit that notification bell. Thanks. Oh my god. Alright, here we go. I don't know how I keep coming across these crazy stories today. It's just amazing how they're just coming at me. Uh... Real quick, hold on a second, let me cue this up, because I, I want you guys to hear this woman. It, this is funny. Okay, it goes something like this. The headline is, uh, my nipple fell off while breastfeeding, nearly choking my baby. <laughs> okay? <laughs> I don't write it, I just report it, okay? It says right here, and, and here's the opening line from New York Post, you know, they always have that opening line that's, it's just a bad joke, really. You know what I mean? It says, talk about a nip slip. That's how it starts off. I didn't write it. Don't shoot the messenger. It says, a California mother of six, six, 
She looks pretty good for having six children. Uh, a California mother of six is unlocking a new fear for pregnant and nursing moms across the globe after revealing on TikTok, of course, TikTok, that her nipple fell off and nearly choked her infant son while she was breastfeeding him. Quoting, I latched my baby boy on, he's nursing, and then he stops, Brooke, who goes by the handle at Brooks, uh, at Brooks Obasic, says in a video shared uh, to her trending, I wish I knew this TikTok series. <laughs> okay. I, I don't fuck with TikTok. I don't know nothing about TikTok. I can care less about TikTok. And, uh, well, a quotes are, I'm just going to let you listen to this. I want you to hear what she's got to say. It's really quick before I get interrupted by fucking New York Post and their, their ridiculous music. Take a listen to this chick. This is her explaining how, I guess, uh, her nipple fell off her breast and, and was choking her baby. All right? Take a listen to this. My nipple started to turn Hold black at the base. Oh. Hold on. Let's try that again. Had a little bit of audio trouble. Let's try it one more time. Felt really positive. The baby's gaining weight until I noticed the latch was not so good. My nipple started to turn black at the base and white at the tip. That's a signal for bad blood flow. There's no blood flow getting through the nipples. That's a dead nipple and dead tissue. I latched my baby boy on. He's nursing and he stops. I'm looking down. He's kind of choking. My nipple broke off and he had it in his mouth. <laughs> this is that. Well, yeah, I want to play that music. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> stupid New York Times or New York Post. Well, New York Times is stupid too. Uh, goes on to say in the cringeworthy clip, which uh, scared up more than 1.5 million views, the 32-year-old stay-at-home mom explained that leading up to the harrowing event, her nipple had started to turn black at the base and white at the tip. There's a picture of her with her child. <laughs> this is insane. These people are insane. This is, well, she's in California. There's Two-thirds of the state is insane. Says Brooke says she was only 15 year, years old at the time, and she didn't understand what was happening to her body. She noted the discoloration was a symptom of vasospasm, which occurs when the blood vessels supplying the nipple tighten, reducing blood flow to the area. For breastfeeding moms, a vasospasm can affect the flow of milk from the nipple, and it's often an indicator that the baby is not attached well to the breast. Brooke also cited necro necrosis, dead nipple tissue, as an issue. And there's another picture of her. <laughs> it says uh, she has some caption over her selfie that says, I wish somebody would have told me uh, breastfeeding, uh, whatever. Cute looking gal. <laughs> But in that nightmarish moment, and without any medical information on hand, an admittedly panicked Brooke started to freak out, quoting, I don't know what the hell is going on, she recalled, adding that she was with her mom and sister who urged her to try to reattach the nipple. <laughs> How the hell are you going to do that with, what, staple gun or something? Scotch tape? I rinsed the nipple off in water and I put it back on, said Brooke. She then called an advice nurse for help. <laughs> How about calling 911? Fuck. Are you super glue? <laughs> right. 
The nurse told me that if the nipple is still alive and has enough blood flow in it, that it can easily reattach itself, Brooke said, adding that she stationed the nipple back onto her breast and strapped it in place with a Band-Aid. Okay, a Band-Aid. She forgot. She didn't want to use the staple gun or any type of adhesive except a Band-Aid. Okay, well... In a follow-up video, she revealed that the nipple didn't reattach. <laughs> what do you think? What's left is a small, flat, and functional nippy, she said. That's what she calls it, a nippy. There's a picture of her again. I don't know if it will show the nipple. I don't think it does. And she has a smile and says, I have been able to breastfeed three more babies. Well, congratulations. She needs to slow down. She's got six kids and she's she's this old? No, man. Come on. She's got to stop it. I mean, there's nothing wrong with having a big family, but I mean, I hope, hopefully she's married and she's got some income or am I paying the child support for these children? I don't know. As a taxpayer, I probably am. In California, probably am. My nipple is not perfect today, but it's still there or it's still here, she said with a laugh. That was the last I ever breastfed a child. And although she initially vowed to never breastfeed again, Brooke confessed that she did nurse three of her other babies after the alarming episode. Quoting, where I heard breastfeeding was painful and hard to adjust to, I never knew that my nipple could actually detach. Many of her God-smacked social media followers had no clue that a nip could unzip either. (laughs) Quoting, new fear unlocked pinned a shocked commenter. Another one said, never in a million years did I think this could happen. Another says, the way my jaw dropped, did it hurt? not hurt that much? Asked an equally stunned audience member. To that, Brooke responds saying, it didn't hurt at all. The nerves were gone already. LOL. In a subsequent post, Brooke assured her stupefied cyber watchers that losing a nipple while breastfeeding is so extremely rare that experts haven't even given the occurrence an official name. First off, she's a mother of six. Why is she playing around on TikTok? (laughs) You're 30, what, one? There's another selfie picture of her looking concerned or serious and says to whoever is writing my show we're on the episode where people want to buy the nipple i lost while while i lost lost it while breastfeeding i guess people wanted to buy it <laughs> what the hell is going on tiktok I, I never use that goddamn thing too many fucking weird shit on there uh and she noted that the incident occurred nearly 18 years ago before Googling medical problems or getting help from social media communities was popular. Quoting, this was back when they used to tell us to get a wash rag and scrub our nipples around 36 weeks pregnant to toughen the nipples up, said Brooke, who also confessed that she aggressively simulated her nipples in the hope that the friction would induce labor. Quoting, so my nipples were beat to hell even before the baby was born, she insisted. (laughs) This is getting a little too graphic here. The mom also scoffed at cyber creeps who offered to buy her severed nip for their own keeping. <laughs> this was just due to me being a complete, what is a complete psycho, apparently, she joked. Oh, my God. A good-looking gal, though. 
<laughs> Jesus Christ. I, I'll be honest with you. I've never heard of it. I've heard of a lot of weird medical things in my time. Never in my wildest dreams would uh, you imagine just a nipple just dropping off. I mean, she had a lot of kids prior to this one, so she had three others afterwards. That's four, and she has six. So I guess what the the first two actually did a number on her prior to the third choking on the nipple. That, I guess I mean, if you do the math. Nonetheless, a very bizarre story. Alright guys, that's all I got for you today. Thank you so much for stopping by. Real quick, programming note. Uh, it is episode 32 of season 6, which means I got 3 more to go. I'm going for 35 for season 6. And then that's it. So, next week I'm going to have 2 episodes. Hopefully on Tuesday and Thursday. That's when I want to put them out. But I, I never know when I, I'm going to drop them. My schedule is becoming more and more crazier as time goes by i still gotta do work i do work from home on my computer as well as abroad so you know i'm all over the place when it comes to my scheduling so the only way you're going to know when i'm going to drop any type of episode or any type of story that's related to the podcast just go over to the twitter page at the real wod you can uh, subscribe hit the notification bell and you can also get the links to my videos. All the videos, a lot of the videos I do are over on Rumble now. I still haven't started up YouTube in a while. I'm going to be doing that on vacation, during the vacation. So don't worry. Stuff's going to be put out there. But all again, like I always say, YouTube, that's that's a whole soft area. you you got to be really careful about what you say and do over there. So that's why all the good stuff's over on Rumble. At least all the podcast-related stuff. So make sure you check that out. All right. That, I think I covered everything. Oh, yeah. If you got a question or comment, go ahead. Check out my uh, email account, therealwod at gmail.com. Go ahead. Shoot me a message, and maybe I'll put it out there by the end of this uh, season. So please go ahead and do that. And uh, I think that's it. I am tired. I'm exhausted. This, this putting this episode together has been tiresome for me. Exhausting, I should say. So, all right. I'm done. I'm out of here. And I'm going to go see you guys. Have a wonderful weekend. Don't drink and drive. You got to come back here on, uh, what, Tuesday maybe. And see what's going on. You don't want to be in an arraignment. But then again, they'll probably cut you free uh, without going to court. So who knows? <laughs> I mean, it depends on where you live, right? If you got a woke DA, you'll be out in about a couple minutes. Who knows? All right. Enough of that. I'll talk to you guys soon. Stay safe out there. Peace out.